Hello and welcome to Boardroom Breakdown, the unofficial Apprentice UK podcast. My name is Kira. Join me as I talk you through each episode of season 16, the 2022 season. It's back after quite a long hiatus, but here we are and I'm starting now with episode one. Let's get into it. So we are back with the Apprentice UK. I'm so excited. Thank you for listening. I'm going to start right into the episode. So season 16, episode one, we see the contestants kind of introduce themselves, little snippets, little pieces to camera. Uh, We hear them describe themselves. They look very excited. They're kind of, I feel like they're in front of a green screen, but I don't know. You can correct me on that. And uh, one of them says they're disgustingly confident That just stood out to me. I hear a little Irish accent in there as well, which is interesting to me. But we're getting to know all the contestants. And as I go through, I will start to get to know all of them. There's 16 contestants, so that is quite a lot of names to to know. But we'll we'll see who kind of um, stands out for maybe different reasons this episode. And as the weeks go on, we'll get to know them all really well. So we hear Lord Sugar talking at the start about... um, natural immunity to something I can't remember what he was saying but he he is brilliant for the jokes he has obviously the little one-liners that um I appreciate they're kind of like dad jokes but they're quite funny he says you don't get furloughed in here you get fired so you know making it topical <laughs> um he says that there's going to be 12 tough tasks and yeah we get a little taster of what's to come the zoom in of the camera to the finger saying you're fired so it's week one, we get the black screen with the white writing on it, week one, and I always hear that, I get really, when I see that, I get really excited for what's to come. Um, we see the hashtag The Apprentice. Um, I haven't looked up hashtag The Apprentice, but I certainly will after today, and we'll be all up to date for next week. So, but while the contestants walk in, they all place their business plans down on the desk of um, our secretary outside the boardroom. And they sit down and they kind. some of them kind of smile to each other, but they don't say hi or anything like that, which might be a little bit awkward. I wonder if they were a coach to, to say that. Um, obviously, my last podcast, I don't know if you've listened to it, um, Bake Off Bake Down, um, about Great British Bake Off. There's definitely a different vibe with The Apprentice. It's, there's, there's a lot more kind of tension and not, not as much ease and calmness as GBBO. But they've put their business plans down and then we see Lord Sugar lift up the phone and call and say, could you send in the contestants? And we have eight on the boys team and eight on the girls team. For want of a better world, I'm just going to call them the boys and the girls team. And we see an empty chair and Lord Sugar does introduce that um, Claude Littner will not be joining because he had had a nasty accident, but he's on the mend. And uh, we do see... The, the contestants look a little bit shocked, especially the girls. But he says there's a very good friend of mine joining and it's Tim Campbell, who was the very first winner of The Apprentice UK. So he says he's been there, done that and bought the T-shirt. So I think that's this is going to be a brilliant addition to the team. So we see um, uh, Alan Sugar talks a little bit more about the context of The Apprentice this year. As you might know, I think they were set to film it in 2020, didn't go ahead. So this was filmed in 2021. Um, They had to put it on hiatus. So really, we've been nearly two years probably without a series, a new series. So he says he talks about the 
business world at large. And he says, look, the green shoots of recovery are coming back and we're fighting back in business. And uh, he says, we're glad to be back. And Karen nods and says, very much so. So he says, don't worry, I haven't gone soft. <laughs> he said, this year it's going to be tougher than it's ever been. And the winner, of course, will get 250 grand directly into their business. He says he's looked at the CVs and some people have three A stars. They sound like they're B&B. <laughs> the jokes. I am loving the jokes. I'm going to be every week telling you all the best jokes from Alan because they're hilarious. Um, so we hear him kind of pick out a few of the contestants and ask them a little bit about themselves. He says, Navid, you're a pharmacist and you own a pharmacy or a couple of pharmacies. He says, and he would like a uh, <laughs> a prescription for a pain in the backside. We'll keep this PG, guys. This is this is not an explicit um, podcast. It's totally fine for kids to listen. If your kids watch The Apprentice, I don't know if they do. Um, but anyway, um, and he says people come into your pharmacy for your personality. And he said, no, they come in for the drugs. So Alan's obviously having a bit of a laugh with Navid, but he takes it very well. Then he talks to over to the girl's side he talks to let me see who does he talk to next Shama and Shama is a person who owns a children's day nursery and he says you've come here for the peace and quiet so I could really relate to that because I'm a primary school teacher and sometimes it gets a little loud in there <laughs> so um then we have Aaron he is an ex RAF no he was in the RAF and he's an ex-milkman and he said you've been to Jamaica California that's one hell of a milk ground <laughs> I'm just reading a little bit about Aaron here he is 29 I hope I'm reading the right thing no sorry Aaron Aaron is 38 he is a flight operations instructor and he's from Lancashire and he served in the RAF for 12 years as a flight operations instructor instructor excuse me and Aaron has now set out to start his own security business has travelled all over the world and previously worked as a milkman, a horseman and a butcher. So that is Aaron Willis and he's already turned out to be a good player in the game of The Apprentice. And yes, he has a little bit of a joke with the hell of a milk round. Then Lord Sugar says hello to Amy and says you've done jingles for Burger King. She says yes, Burger King, McDonald's, Coca-Cola. And he just wants to get in his dad joke. So are you telling a bit of a whopper? Are you telling a bit of a lie? And then um, he starts to introduce the task ahead. So Lord Sugar says, I hope you have your sea legs on because you're going to Portsmouth to go to Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady, which is a cruise ship. And he does give the little context of pre-COVID. It was a really booming industry, over £100 billion annually. Um, and this is an advertising task. So they have to market a new cruise line and then they'll be presenting to industry experts. And Alan says he has organised them exclusive access to a ship. Now, one of my favourite tropes, I have watched every episode of The Apprentice UK, not US, sorry. I have watched it. And one of the things I like that Alan says is I've laid on for you. You know, he says I've laid on, but he hasn't said laid on in this episode. He said organized, organized, organized. So unless he stopped saying that, but oh, we keep in mind for that one. So the boys team start with a little question where they're saying, has anyone ever been on a cruise? And none of them have never been on a cruise. Um, 
we go over to the girls team we see a clip of Brittany saying that she has worked in a really big hospitality company and work front of house and we hear from Alex oh I think they're all in the cars at this point Alex Short he owns a commercial cleaning company so they all end up in Portsmouth so obviously they've got been in the cars that's kind of the first time they've really got to meet each other I think and shake hands or whatever Portsmouth um, England's maritime capital and I've noticed when they're walking in their dresses and the suits are really really nice they always dress well and the dresses that like the girls are wearing dresses they're all different colors they're really really colorful so I don't know if they plan that in advance or not so they're walking in and Karen is with the boys team and they have to select a skipper a PM and first of all I've noticed all the boys when they sit down they're all like no it's not my experience not my experience they've kind of they kind of back off a little bit they say no I don't I don't have experience in advertising marketing thought that was really interesting so maybe they just don't want to be the first guy who's up in the firing line because as you know the PM has a lot to answer for so um, Catherine on the girls team uh, I think she said she used to sell cruises so she gets allowed to be the PM and she wants to market it to 25 to 45 year olds but um, one of the girls just say what if we market it to 45 plus year olds they have no kids stuff like that and Catherine comes back and she says no um, she doesn't really want to market it to um, older people Um She's fairly stuck on the younger people. And I think um, they one of the ladies says, can we do a vote? And she says, well, as PM, I'm not going to do a vote, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. It's like, no, I'm not going to do it. So anyway, so they go with adults only. And um, I can't remember which lady it was, but she says uh, that she thinks Catherine was being really rude by cutting them off and not letting them talk. So interesting, interesting thing uh so anyway Catherine says she doesn't want it to be like this kind of fishbowls in malia kind of thing she really wants it to be um quite a luxury affair now over to the boys uh aaron talks about you know he has a young family and he says for him personally he would like to market it to families or people with kids um and then they're kind of going back and forth some people are saying maybe um for empty nesters who want to relax and there's a real a lot of disagreement amongst the boys, a bit more than the girls, a bit more vocal the boys are. And they kind of go on to this health and well-being theme. Now, as they go back to the girls team, Catherine is choosing who she wants on the different teams. So they've split up. They've eight on each, the boys, eight on the girls. The four go to do um, the logo and four go to do the video kind of vibe. Um, and... I just noticed the camera is kind of shaking a lot. I think it's just to do with the um, being on a boat. It's, yeah, I, I have, haven't been on a ferry in a long time. And the last time I was there, I did find it a little bit. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get seasick. <laughs> so anyway, as we as we carry on, um, Amy says she's produced shows and she's really good at editing. So Amy is picked to go on the video side with Shama. And who else is she picked with? I will get to know the names. Sorry, guys. I was a lot better on the um, GBBO at knowing the names, but it's just a bit mixed up on this show. Um, I think Harpreet goes on with her. And then I think there's another girl. And now over at the boys, they are making a branding sub team. And I believe they make Akeem, the branding sub team leader. So that's the team that has to make the logo. And Akeem says, it's not my expertise. It's something I've done. So he's really putting his foot down. He's like, it's not my expertise. So they're really jumping back in the boys team. Uh, they're not wanting to be bogged down or, 
you know, taking too much responsibility for certain things. Um, so the PM is Akshay, I believe. And I'm just going to have a look at Akshay from my little information here. Akshay Thakrar is 28 years old and he's the owner of a digital marketing agency and he's from London. And he refers to himself as a man who believes sleeping is a waste of time and whose first word was profit. <laughs> so he also speaks seven languages, which is pretty cool. Back to the girls. Um, I think Sophie comes up with the name Diamond Cruises. And to be honest, it's not really a standout name to me. But Catherine does come up with the name Bougie Cruises. And the girls kind of push back a little bit. They say, look, is it a bit clubby? Is it a bit like a night out? Bougie. And um, Catherine says, well, no, I like it. I chose it. I'm going with it. <laughs> She's really standing her ground, Catherine. And there's not a real lot of collaboration. So, you know, I'd be worried next week they really have to show a little bit more of collaboration but as a PM Catherine is quite strong and hopefully it'll stand her over with Akeem and the boys they're coming up with names for the logo mindful ship um not he wants nautical in it and they end up with never-ending nautical and when we look over Karen Brady's face it doesn't look good she's just kind of cringing at what the boys are coming up with um, on the video team, the um, Akshay is coming up with a lot of ideas, but um, they're talking about, you know, um, Aaron being in the video and being the captain and then being the guy who brings it, them into the spa. And they're just getting so they're just like, no, that's not going to work. And um, by the way, the ship is absolutely beautiful. They are showing a lot of clips of the ship and little cutaways. So I reckon, you know, Virgin probably... Um, did pay them a lot to get involved or maybe just sponsored this episode heavily. So Amy is talking about what she wants in the commercial and she is saying, can it be comedic? But the girls are a little bit worried. They think it might be tacky. Um, so the girls are coming up with ideas saying that the girls should be in the pool and having an amazing time. And now we hear on the voiceover that it is 2 p.m., and the boys have come up with the name Sequility. And I think that's a brilliant name. And I did get very confused throughout the episode because sometimes they were saying Sequility, which I think is a good name. It's unique. And then sometimes they were saying Never Ending Nautical. I just hate that name so much. Anyway, it's amazing how these tasks can make you just literally go, oh my God, I just do not agree. It's very, it's very, very specific and it's very creative. So they are coming up with the famous, well, <laughs> I tell you, I did... I did jump onto Twitter before I even watched this and I did see the logo come up and I was like, oh my God, what is that thing? So I can't wait to go on hashtag The Apprentice now and see what people were saying about it. Hopefully good things. <laughs> but they were saying about that logo. So if you haven't seen it, which I hope you have, um, it's a wave moving into a different shape of a person kind of doing a yoga kind of plank pose or oh, anyway, Look, anyway, Harry, I think it's Harry. Harry um, wanted a different kind of uh, logo and it's almost like a backward C and a C and in the middle there's the seven chakras. I thought that was nice, but the boys weren't really a fan of it. And, you know, as a, as we go on, we see, this seems to be a bone of contention. Um, now, Akeem is saying, look, we've limited time. We live in time. He is really wanting to wash it on. Now, um. They do say, what are we going to look for? What colour are we going to go? 
And for some reason, they come up with green and brown for this wave yoga pose thing. There's a lot of disagreement. I believe Harry does say, look, it looks like slime or bogey. And Karen um, does a very funny (laughs) description where she says it looks like half man, half rotten banana. So now we have a piece where the two different teams from each group are on a call and the boys, two teams ring each other. And Harry said, we did not agree on the logo. And the boys asked, did you put the name below the logo? And they said, no, we didn't. And it was like they just forgot or something. It was really, really odd. And they say, don't be alarmed. But and Aaron said, look, when someone says don't be alarmed, but, you know, it's not going to be great. So now we see the girls team and I think they're going off to direct their ad and the girls are in the pool and the girls who are in the pool are kind of shouting at Amy and saying oh we should do this we should do this Amy is not too pleased she wants to be the director and she makes a comparison to would you start shouting at Steven Spielberg to do this or the other now Akshay is directing and he is a first-time director and there's a little bit of you know tension between him and Aaron and um, who else Alex and they're kind of talking to each other and they're just like look <laughs> poor Akshay saying can you just can we just do what I say which you know you can understand he's frustrated and uh, he tells Aaron to calm down and then Alex was very very calm he said look for me you just need to listen more mate and be open and Aaron says that as well and Akshay is saying look I'm taking in what you're saying I'm taking in what you're saying but it's not quite um they're making a 10 second video as well a few of the other lads are doing that. It's exact. It's definitely something for TikTok. And um, Alan Sugar does reference TikTok later. So we, we know that it is. And they're jumping, they're doing a transition, jumping into different outfits. And Harry doesn't seem to really be on board with the lads. He is quite disruptive. He's getting saying, oh, maybe you should get down the floor and stuff. And the boys are saying, no, that's not how uh, the TikTok works. Now, the girls are making one that where they have a button and they say press for a lavish lifestyle. <laughs> and the four girls are kind of all around the button and they're going from one place to the next, changing outfits and dancing. But there is a huge problem where one of the girls is wearing a green skirt or a green dress. It's blending in and uh, they kind of have a little panic and they say, look, her thighs have disappeared. And yeah, uh, Tim, the new um, aide, says it's kind of fancy dress looking it's very cobbled together outfit and I can't help but agree also when it comes up on the screen later in the pitches it's like they've cut out the girls with the ties missing and it's just really really weird um, aspect ratio so it comes to a wrap for day one and it's day two the girls show their logo and it's bougie cruises it's very plain the font is not good it's almost like Times New Roman and the Oh, in bougie is like a steering wheel from a ship. There's not much to it. And the girls rightly, they aren't too pleased. And they say, look, where's the fun aspect? And Shama does say that she doesn't know what bougie meant. And one of the other girls says, look, is it not a bit cringe? And Shama rightly says, no one really explained it. So the name bougie is not really working for them. Um, and like, I do know, I know the word bougie, it means kind of like luxurious, fancy, but really, I don't think Catherine really took the time to explain what it means. She kind of presumed everyone knew what it means, but they didn't quite know. 
Now, over at the guys team, um, I feel like the guys who made the logo of the wave into a yoga pose are kind of nervous to show it. Um, <laughs> Akeem is getting ready to show it. And the guys say, what is that? Akshay says he's very disappointed. But we've just got to smash it. So that's his advice. Aaron, um, they start editing and Aaron says, oh, the editing's looking really good. They're really happy with it. And they say this is going to be smooth sailing. Um, and the boys are happy with their editing process. But Karen Brady is kind of saying, look, it looks like they're advertising more of an old people's home than a cruise. Now, they go around and do a little bit of market research, which is very important. So they ask the staff and <laughs> the Sequility team, the boys team, go to ask a guy who's working there. And he says, to me, the logo looks like a PVI, a public vomiting incident. So that must be what they call vomiting on board. Um, another member of staff says, I don't see how I would pay thousands of pounds for something with a logo with a turd in it. And he's laughing while he's saying that. And I say the boys are a little bit disappointed. Now, the girls go and show theirs to some target audience. And the first question is, what is bougie? And another girl who's working behind a bar says, have you heard of a booze cruise? To me, I hear bougie cruises, booze cruise. Very good point. Um, Catherine's stick, sticking strong though, fair play to her. She says, we will stand out. Um, and she really wants to be in the pitch as PM. She wants Amy in the pitch as well. And then I think she's questioning between Stephanie and Sophie who to bring and someone else. And I think she ends up bringing Stephanie. Um, okay, so the boys, I think he brings Akeem, Navid himself. And who else does he bring? Let me look at my list here. Who does he bring? I think he brings Connor. Yeah. So it's time for the pitch. So the girls go first and they're in front of the industry experts and four of the girls are in pitching four are outside and the girls who are outside are watching it on a video and they're given a lot of critiques. For example, the way the girls are standing together um, they're critiqued to say they look a bit too much like a girl band. All four of them stand together. They need to spread apart a little bit. So they're showing the video and the little 10 second clip has um, Cake by the Ocean DNCA in the background and the experts are kind of laughing and cringing while watching it. Uh, the font, I have to say, all the fonts they use, even on the 10 second clip and the... Now, the 10 second clip is not too bad, but the actual video, it's it's okay. But, like, the font is so, so poor. Like, it's just something you have to get right. So, we have some questions from the experts. One called Clayton Lindsay, who's the experienced director on the cruise. And he says, what is bougie? A brilliant question. And I think Catherine kind of comes back with you know, beach club, cocktail bars. And he asked the question, what are some bougie activities? And he, she says brunch. And Amy kind of steps in and helps her a little bit. But the girls who are watching backstage are like, that's that's all a bougie means, looking nice and going to brunch. and da, da, da. So there's a little bit of disconnect amongst the group. Um, Jamie is a guy who asked the question, one of the experts, he's, um, I think on a cruise ship, Isabel, I think he said. No, he's from a, a marketing agency, Isabel. So he says the logo screams corporate. And he says the name is an issue. And backstage, they're saying, look, I think the name is an issue. Oh, I think that's what the girls are saying backstage. Anyway, when they come off stage, Catherine is saying, oh, I think it went really well. And she's, Catherine's really surprised by their reaction that they're not too pleased with the pitch. 
And Catherine says, it's the first time you've said the name didn't work. So I don't know if that's true, but possibly is. Now, the boys go up and I think Akeem talks about how the green and brown represents nature and calmness. So he's trying his best to explain it. Um, and then I think we watch, I think Connor comes in with the assistant director. He says, I'm the, I was assistant director of this amazing ad. So the commercial is played, Sequility. And... <laughs> Oh my God, it's sequility in the ad, but then it's, the business is called um, Never Ending Nautical. I just don't get it. And I think they say one love in it. So it's kind of like a real reggae vibe. Um, Nicole asks a question, she's from marketing, and she says, why is your name not on the logo? I mean, the questions are so easy and they just, they're really struggling to answer them. And Akeem gives a semi-good answer given the circumstances where he says, we plan on pushing the message of the logo. So that's his way of saying it. And she asks a really good question again. She says, why didn't you use blue or aqua or like a turquoise color instead of blue and green? Um, and then Marco, who's the captain, he asks about the 10 second clip. Um, why does it not have any link with cruise ship? And this is such an important point because... The, the logo and the 10 second clip he's jumping doing the transitions there's nothing on it that really says cruise ship like it's not getting the message across so look the boys come off and Harry's Harry's adamant that Akshay should have spoken up more so he's quite critical of Akshay so now it's time for the boardroom and they are asked to go through to the boardroom now by the secretary who kind of has American accents. Interesting. So the ladies team go first and Catherine said she has worked for Virgin Holidays Cruises, which is quite interesting. And she wanted to go for the adult only and for friends. And I believe Lord Sugar says, what is booty? And Francesca goes, exactly. And, <laughs> uh, and Catherine says, I think you know what it means, Francesca. So anyway... All that um, <laughs> jokes that Alan can come up with is Bougie Cruises. I think that's what Tom Cruise should name his next kid. <laughs> so anyway, all I think is just the font on the ad is so bad. Um, Harpery and Brittany kept interrupting. That's what um, is brought up by Lord Sugar. And they said, look, if we didn't interrupt and give some ideas for what to do in the video shoot, then it wouldn't get done. And Amy didn't listen to us, but Amy surely disagrees um, about this contribution. So they talked about the, the 10 second clip. Alan says, look, it has the name on there. It's a little bit of a dig on the boys team. But um, he did bring up the green dress thing, which the ties go missing, which was very true. Um, Francesca is saying to Catherine, why didn't you pick me to pitch? I have a lot of experience in pitching. I've pitched to the Printers Trust, etc. So, you know, fair play, Francesca speaking up for her own uh, job that should have probably been a part of it. So now it's over to the boys team and <laughs> when the logo comes up, Karen's reaction to it. Now Karen's obviously seen it, but she's just like, oh my God. And the girls reaction to it, they look absolutely stunned. So um, <laughs> Lloyd Sugar says, uh, if I seen it, something like that, I would have called out Dino Rod, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. And look, it needs a name. Harry said that he was almost like trying to stop the iceberg from meeting the Titanic or something. He knew it was going wrong, but he couldn't get his point across. And Akeem said, look, we talked about your idea. And Harry's like, no, we didn't. And look, the point is Lord Sugar saying, what in the bloody hell is that? He doesn't know what that logo is about. 
And he says at least at least over at Boji or Boji, I think he calls it Boji. Boji. Yeah, very funny. Anyway, um when he's watching the the ad of the um older couple going around the cruise ship, he says it looks like Brentford, which is a really funny comment. And um he says, Look, if I wanted to go viral, <laughs> I would want <laughs> This is the funniest moment ever. So he's talking about the 10 second clip where um, one of the contestants is jumping up and down doing the transitions of the TikTok. And he says, I would if I wanted to go viral, I think I would have wanted him to turn into a turd. So it's a lot of turd talk tonight, genie. Okay, so look, and he also references, and Sugar references that TikTok is very powerful at the moment. And look, there's no message there at all. I've already said that point. So Akshay um, is giving out a little bit and look, he goes and talks about we got to come to the end of this someone's won someone unfortunately has lost and the ladies have won so the ladies are very relieved and delighted and he says I've he hasn't said I've laid on for you but he says I've organised a fantastic house for you to live in and you're going to have a champagne reception and they go off to the house and Lord Sugar does um talk about why their campaign won and it was that there was synergy in the girls team and he said the boys team was just so disjointed and it's not about the team it's about the campaign the campaign just didn't have that synergy that the girls campaign had and that consistency so um they go to the house and of course the girls ask I don't know if this was prompted or not but they say Catherine is this house bougie and they do a little champagne toast and uh Francesca I think says to the lavish lifestyle so that's going to be the team. They haven't actually come up with team names. I wonder if that'll be next week. So in the cafe, of course, um, in the old roadside cafe, Harry and Akshay, and they're kind of going at it. And Harry says Akshay has taken no responsibility. And OK, time to come back into the boardroom. And Alan Sugar leads with that was the worst logo I've ever seen in my life. So that's saying something. Um, And, you know, they're saying to Harry, Look, people didn't, uh, I think Karen, Karen says, Harry, no one liked your visions that you were having. So Harry was doing a lot of fighting for his visions, which I thought rightfully so. But she kind of said, look, they, they didn't, they didn't work. Um, now, Aaron says, look, the logo was horrendous. And Akeem, you have to take some responsibility for that. But um, they're going back and forth a little bit. Akshay is saying, what did you do, Harry, in in the task and Harry's talking and actually says look I don't like waffle and he says well I calibrated the video and Akeem says what you calibrate what did you calibrate what so he's asking him a lot about that and look Lord Sugar asks a very good point logos are for selling something what is the point of the logo and <laughs> the guy who made it um, I'm not actually sure his name unfortunately um, I'm trying to look, for, look at my list here could it be Nick Sorry, guys, don't know his name. But anyway, he was the one who kind of came up with the logo. And, you know, he said, did you think it was good? And he said, yeah, I thought it was good. So God love him. He didn't know, really. But um, it wasn't good. And Connor said, look, we played it safe and we suffered as a result. OK, it's time for Akshay to bring back two people. And he instantly says, I'm going to bring back Harry and Akeem. And Harry says, why me? Straight away. And Akeem and him are discussing and arguing and he just says, gentlemen, step outside and I'll chat with the two advisors. And, you know, Karen talks about Akshay. He says, look, he thinks he's a lot better than he is. Harry is disruptive and not collaborative. Um, I think Tim says that. And then Akeem 
Karen says, look, he's focused on deadlines and not quality of the product. And look, they come back in the tree uh, in the bottom for one for whatever world. And Akeem says, look, it was so simple, but there was a logo there without a name. And he is very frustrated, you can see. <laughs> oh, God. And Lord Sugar says it was like a sneeze with a mouthful of lentil soup. Oh, dear. And Harry is says, I'm incredulous as to why I'm sitting here. And Lord Sugar says, why? You're very disruptive on the task. A lot of people are saying that. And look, if you come up with a thousand ideas and they're all ignored, what can you do? And Harry continues to persist. I'm a scapegoat, he says. And Akeem is saying, look, Harry, your contribution was zero. And Akshay is kind of upset with Akeem, I think, about the logo still. And Harry keeps on saying, can I say something? Can I say something? And Lord Sugar says, yes, I, I want to go home <laughs> or something like that. Um, and look, uh, Lord Sugar has to come up with a decision and he does say he's struggling. Um, he says to Harry, I do not like disruption. And you said, um, if no one's coming knocking, you'll build a door. And he says, look, I'm going to have to show you where that door is. And he says, with regret, you're fired. And I think he always kind of says with regret because it's kind of a nice way to not just like fire someone would say, look, I'm sorry, but I have to let you go. But yes, Harry is fired. He's our first casualty of the boardroom. And when Harry walks out, he says to the other two, I think you've gotten away with murder today. But um, we do see Harry in the taxi later and he says, you're going to see me again in a Fortune 500 richest people list. <laughs> So we kind of knock over to the house and we see what they're saying there. And Aaron, interestingly, says Akshay is gone uh, because he wasn't a good leader. So that was his prediction. But he is wrong. Akshay walks in and then afterwards he's followed by Akeem. And there's actually a huge reaction amongst the guys to Akeem. They're all clapping and cheering. So maybe he's a favorite in the house. We get a little preview of next week. It's going to be an electric toothbrush and an app. And I'm really looking forward to it. So thank you for joining me and I will see you next week. <laughs>